Hi, I'm Sean Healy, and you're listening to Tools. Hi everyone, Sean Healy, NLP trainer and change agent here, and welcome to episode 95 of Sean Healy Tools, podcast designed to support entrepreneurial couples, people in business partnership, and anyone looking for more tips, tools, and strategies to add to the quality of your life. So welcome to today's episode. Episode 95 is entitled Abuser Mindset and Entitlement. Um, as you, uh, if you've been following along a little while with some of the episodes, then you would notice that um, at the moment my focus is on um, domestic and partnership abuse, and uh, this has been driven by uh, a few requests and also fueled from some of the uh, programs that I run, looking at narcissistic uh, behaviour, um, power play dynamics in relationships, both in business and personal life and gaslighting and kind of manipulative tactics. So um, that sort of stemmed off and developed this sort of subset of of, um, elements because, uh, you know, um, partner abuse, um, abuse dynamics in family systems is prevalent and yet does not seem to be in any way, shape or form uh, addressed as as well as it should be. And there are a number of misconceptions um, that lead to... Uh, abusers being able to keep going with what they're doing a lot longer than they uh, they they should be, um, and how do we start to bring those things uh, to account? How do we start? And the more we understand what's going on with these dynamics, the more we can make informed choices about what to what to kind of do with them. You know. Um, so when we're looking at um, the kind of abuser mindset, I'm I'm very influenced by uh, a number of people in in this kind of um, area of things. Um, and uh, it seems to be more and more that the way some experts are looking at these kinds of elements is these these are not about deep psychological wounds and traumas so much as about um, uh, flawed thinking, you, you know, and what we were sort of modelled as acceptable relating um, when we grew up. So, you know, if I if I grew up in a relationship where I saw um maybe dad for example um got to behave however he wanted and he was the absolute uh unmoving authority in all circumstances in the family system and no matter what he wanted what what dad wanted to eat we all had to eat uh what dad wanted to do we all had to do um when dad laid down the law no matter how informed or ill-informed it was um, we followed it to the letter. Otherwise, we were all punished um, in some form or another. Um, so these kinds of very lopsided dynamics we, where we um, that are often underpinned by power and control. So you know, abuse tactics is um, you know if I if I feel that my grasp on the family or my grasp on my partnership, you know, with my and and the idea that my you know, my, my partner is to a degree my, my possession and my property, um, then I feel in, I feel entitled to use extreme tactics if I need to, to get back the power and control in the relationship. Um, so that it, the idea of in, entitlement can, can lead to a number of kind of toxic 
elements uh, relative to how I approach my partner, what I think, and and how I behave towards my partner. Um, you know, for example, um, I can feel jealous, um, and and if we're feeling jealous and we're feeling a bit uneasy about, um, you know, maybe our, we 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 have an idea that our partner might be a bit attracted to somebody else. I mean, I don't know. You know, if we're, if we're talking about functional adult perspectives, we understand, well, we have no control over who our partner is or isn't attracted to, um, but we can do everything we can to be a good partner, um, uh, and, and that's about that's about it. The rest we don't have control over, you know. Um, how do I treat my partner well? How do I treat my partner respectfully? How do I, you know, continue to engage and stimulate and excite and um, all all the things that me and my partner got together for in the first place? That that means that there's a an element where I'm con continuing to put effort in, not because I see that as a chore, because I I want to and I'm delighted and I see that that gives us every chance of success in the relationship. Um, however, if I'm of a more abusive kind of mindset where I believe that once my partner and I are sort of settled, then technically the relationship from then on in is about my partner now paying attention to my needs, um, that my partner's needs are, are no longer uh, important. In fact, I probably use that angle just to hook them in to begin with, but now it's, I, I'm, it's my right that you focus on me and I focus on me and um, you, you need to, you're now responsible for meeting my needs um, in whatever way that might look, you know. So if I've got a sense of entitlement, that might mean that, yeah, I'm, I'm entitled to, if we, we talk about, you know, feelings of jealousy, feelings of, uh, of jealousy are okay. But when we turn those into behaviours, you know, I, I now, because of my feel, you know, you've made me feel jealous and insecure, so I'm going to restrict who you can see, I'm going to determine what you can wear, um, I'm going to determine who you speak to, you know, I'm going to decide who you do and don't speak to, you're not allowed to have um, any male friends. Um, these are, you know, where we try, we deny and restrict another human being's um, freedoms, rights, and needs because we feel we have the right to do that. They're my partner, so I, they're, they're in 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 essence. If there's a degree of objectification and possessiveness about this, then I'm well within my rights. I'm highly entitled to um, to restrict you um, because your job is to um, you know show up and be in a way that I find satisfactory, um, and anything that. I deem to challenge that, well, I'm entitled to uh, to punish um, that quite severely if that, you, you know, if it's not to my liking. So um, this means that I can become, um, if I'm not seeing you so much as a human anymore, but rather an extension of myself, um, and that because we're in partnership now, technically you don't have boundaries. I do, but, but you don't anymore. Um, and so that means that, you know, um, regardless of uh, how you're thinking and feeling, um, my needs, you know, let's say, for example, my physical needs, um, if I'm in pain or distress or tired, then everything has to work around me. Um, if I have sexual needs, well, it doesn't matter how you feel or if you're in the mood, I'm, I'm in the mood and that's all that matters. Um, I can continue to pester, badger and intimidate you until I get what I want. 
Um, I'm entitled to have my opinion heard in full. Um, you are entitled to listen and agree. Um, so we, we, when we're talking about um, elements of, of kind of um, my rights trump yours, so to speak, um, then we start to see this really lopsided um, kind of dynamic emerge. And again, this doesn't mean that it's, what can be confusing about this is it, it doesn't always look like a one-way street. Um, you know, when I'm, when I'm controlling, um, I'm likely as an, uh, as an, uh, uh, an abuser to be very rigid in certain areas of our life um, and completely lax in others because I've picked what is what is in, what I consider to be important areas to control and the rest to me are trivial and non-events so you can do whatever the hell you want there and and this works well too because this is confusing you know if if somebody was absolutely clamping down on us in every single area of life then we would deteriorate very very quickly we would see that it's a hopeless situation and we would make moves to get out as quickly as we possibly could. But it's deceptive when we see both what appears to be leniency and appears to be a sharing. Um, but again, remember, I'm as an abuser, I'm going to be generous when it's not, it serves me. It, it serves me, you know, so I might be very uh, attentive and, 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 um, uh, generous and glowing of my partner in public because that serves my um, general public impression but then I'm going to be extreme extremely crushing vicious uh, malicious and and um, really cut into your being when when the two of us are uh, are in a private dynamic um, and this can be very mystifying to go well how can they be so lovely um, when we're out and about and um, and yet when we're behind doors, and, and that's one clue, you know, that this is not actually generousness, it's not actually, it's, it's opinion management, it's impression management, and um, it's, it's, again, it's a part of the abuse cycle, it's not genuine. Um, if I'm being kind to you or allowing or permissive, I'm only going to be doing that when, when I see no disadvantage to me. Um, but watch how quickly I clamp down on you when I perceive that my needs are not getting met in whatever area. So, you know, I, I, might, I might not really be interested in tracking your um, external whereabouts. You can have social activities, you can have friends, I don't care about that. But what I do care about is um, the way my washing is done, you know, the time that I want to sit down to eat, um, the standard of my house. So I'm going to be very, I'll feel entitled to criticise very heavily what you do, but certainly not shoulder any of the, uh, the, the burden or participate. So again, um, my criticalness becomes very one-sided. Um, I, I start to position my th myself as the authority on things, um, but of course I'm not going to be the one that's, that's actioning that authority. You get the burden and the responsibility, I just get to uh, oversee. Um, so uh, again, why? Because, you know... Um, I'm entitled to do things in that kind of way. Um, so, again, if we're talking about physical entitlement, it's okay for me to put my hands on you in a threatening way. Um, and again, if we're thinking about violence inside um, a, an intimate relationship, um, 
well, we've got physical violence, but we've also got verbal and what we call symbolic violence. And these are, um, we, we tend to minimise their impact, um, though research has shown that they are um, in no way um, uh, without very extreme and sometimes even more, you, you know, if, if, I, if my partner slaps me or punches me, I'm not left in any doubt as to what happened that left me feeling so sick in the stomach. Um, but if my partner is very uh, covertly cohesive and chips away at my self-esteem extensively over time in very sort of micro ways, um, then it's harder for me to point my finger at what it is that's culling me so deeply. Um, and in fact, I can feel like I'm being overly sensitive. I might, you know, the abuser is probably going to accuse me of that. Ah, you're reading too much into this. You're being overly sensitive. That's your issue, not mine. That wasn't what I meant. Um, uh, you know, um, and and it's uh, I'm going to turn that back on myself, which is part of the insidious nature of 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 kind of an abuse dynamic or. You know, because no bruises show up physically, I can't go to somebody with, with hard evidence and say, you know, this is what happened, you know, because my friends, or, you know, or my family might be well-meaning, but might say something like, oh, well, don't worry about it. I'm sure it was just a bad day for him. Um, oh, well, you know, he's got a bit of an anger thing, but it's okay. Mostly he does these things. But, you know, he's a good provider. Um, all of these justifications that, that um, prevent people from being held to account for very substandard conduct um, and also make the victim unfortunately feel even wronger. Even wronger? I don't know if that's a word, but never mind. I'm going to use it anyway. <laughs> um, so this is where, um, and again, I've mentioned this in a couple of other episodes, we're, we're, we're taking a piece of a highly complex dynamic um, that's multifaceted and very, very varied, um, but I certainly hope that talking a little bit about one of the foundations of, uh, you know, if you're really sensing that there's a, a real theme of entitlement running through the relationship on behalf of your partner, then then watch out. Um, I, I just want to circle back, though, because I just realised I, I didn't quite finish off a loop that I was uh, talking about, which is, you know, uh, again, f what what specifically is physical violence? You, you know, if your partner blocks your, your safe passage out of a room, um, you know, they haven't necessarily put their hands on you, but they, they have restricted your freedom. They have restricted your right to movement. They have made you feel scared and intimidated, even though they didn't lay a hand on you, but they, they use their presence in an intimidating way. That, to me, is violence, you know. Um, if they, you know, gave you a, a glaring look and then, you know, the old run the finger across the throat gesture, that's symbolic violence, that's that's toxic, you know, and we can't minimise that and go, oh, well, at least they didn't punch me. Um, because then when somebody punches us, we'll still go through minimisation or the abuser will because, of course, that's a key strap. Yeah, but I didn't punch you twice. Um, or, well, you know, in all fairness, I did hit you. It wasn't that hard. And then I drove you to the hospital. So what more do you want? You know, again, when I'm highly entitled, I, I feel like... I will decide when you get over things. Um, and if I apologise through through that level of entitlement, then I'm entitled to forgiveness. Um, you, you, you have to give me a second chance, regardless of how bad my behaviours have, have been. That doesn't matter. We're in a relationship. You're entitled. I'm entitled to you not giving up on us. And, and um, I am the only one who gets to say 
when this relationship is over. And I, you know, and even if we've split up, I can still be entitled to your behavior because I'll get to choose when you get to pick another partner or, or you don't. Um, and so, so I get to decide what to say about our relationship and to who you don't get to, to, to say that, you know, and, and if you do, well, that's high, high level betrayal and I'll have to, you know, really come down hard on that. If, how dare you speak about our relationship to somebody outside of our relationship? Um, so I, I find that, you know, in particular, the entitlement that runs around forgiveness is, you know, very, very toxic. Uh, I've said sorry. So you need to move on now. And even if my tone is like this, that suggests that there's nothing actually apologetic about my tone, well, you know, it doesn't matter. You need to move on. Oh, you still, you're still on that, are you? That was two hours ago. Get on with it. Um, so again, I'm, I'm entitled to tell you how to think. I'm entitled to tell you how to feel. I'm entitled to tell you how to behave. I'm entitled to restrict, you know, I'm entitled to put my needs before yours. I'm entitled to, um, you know, if I need to uh, put a bit of fear and intimidation into you in order to keep power and control, then that's just, you know, that's my right as your partner to kind of do that. You, you of course, don't get any such rights. So this is where I think entitlement is, is a real key element to be looking at and tracking in, in relationship that we go, you know, do I really sense that a lot of my partner's behavior is driven from trying to keep the power and control to themselves in our relationship and that there are really high levels of entitlement that, that mean that they, they get to behave almost however they want without any sense of being called to account and indeed it's highly offensive to them if, if we do. Um, and we'll possibly again, there'll be another episode to talk a bit more about um, the, the consequences of some of that. But I hope this offers uh, some thought, thinking and some insight into a, a bit more, like I said, there's certainly more elements that make up the abuser mindset, but the consistent presence of entitlement um, in, in certain areas or in, in all areas of the relationship is, is definitely one to very much watch out for. Um, so um, thank you again for, for listening along to the episode. Like I said, I hope you found it to be of some help. Um, as always, those of you who've been listening along for some time now, my absolute profound thanks and gratitude to you. And if you've just joined us, um, welcome. Um, hope you found the episode to be helpful. Um, if it's something you're dealing with direct, you, you have my... Um, uh, my most profound sympathy and supports, support, um, uh, or perhaps you sense that somebody you know and love is in a fairly challenging dynamic and this, this helps you to bring a bit of clarity, a bit more effective clarity and support to them, then um, I very much hope that this helps as a resource. Um, but yeah, if you've just joined us, thank you so much. Um, and how you continue to support the show is go to iTunes, download, subscribe, and leave a five-star review. I'm very passionate about this kind of information getting out and, and, um, and supporting, uh, people in, in, you know, having wonderful, healthy relationships. Um, cause I think we all really do deserve to have that experience. Um, also uh, you can find the show on Podbean and Stitcher or at the website emergencetraining.com.au, stop on by. Um, at the moment, we're on a, a, a series of episodes regarding, um, you know, uh, partnership, partners, partner abuse, 
um, and domestic abuse um, and all things related to that. But certainly um, there's episodes on all kinds of aspects of human dynamics, um, healthy relationships, uh, business, and I do um, personal and business-based advising um, for, for, for human dynamics, um, in ideally focused on helping people remove blocks from their life and getting more of what they want. So um, as I say, check it, check us out if you wish at emergentraining.com.au. If you, um, this uh, whole series at the moment is um, based off requests from listeners and some clients. So thank you again to them for... Um, uh, you, you know, uh, inviting me to do these episodes, and you're welcome. If there's episodes you want you want anything done on, then you're more than more than welcome to kind of uh, uh, reach out, let me know. And if I feel like I can contribute something to the area you're curious about, then I'll I'll do an episode. So uh, once again, thank you so much. Really grateful that you uh, took the time out to listen. And um, until we're with each other on a, another episode, bye for now.